0: Hallelujah. Amen. We want to share a message with us this morning. Fresh new faith for a fresh new day. Fresh new faith for a fresh new day. I remember one time that uh, we went on vacation. And uh, come Sunday, we didn't go to church. Tara was young. She said, are we all going to go to hell because we're going to go to church today? I felt so guilty not being here. Even though I would come up here by myself. Like on a Sunday or whenever it was. And spend some time. If we're going to be the church, we're going to have to be the church. I, I'm a I'm repentant made up my mind, if the ch- when church time comes, I'm going to be here. I might be the only one here, but I'm going to be here. Sister Rhonda Elliott told me one time, said my mother is going to be at church if the doors are open. She going to be there. If we're going to show to the world and want a mighty move of God, then we're going to have to be the church. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go to the house of God. Let us go to the house of God and let us be there. So I want to repent before you and uh, and do better. Amen. I just feel lost. Seemed like I hadn't been here in so long. But I tell you, I'm glad to be here today. Amen. Brother Ken was teaching a wonderful Sunday school lesson this morning. The Apostle Paul, he said, before I died, I preached and evangelized all of Asia. Now, you just get your map and look up about Asia. They had the gospel preached to them. He evangelized them. Look where they are today. Lost and undone without God. I want you to know that God wants us to be with him at all times. He wants to have a personal relationship with us. Next week we'll preach on prayer. Prayer is not pleading to God for something. It's you pray and listen. Hmm? That's why we don't get things from God. We're just telling him all the time what He ought to be doing and what we need him to do. instead of wait on Him and listen to Him, he wants to communicate. It's hard to communicate with people because while you're talking, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to say. And when I can get ed- word in edgewise, I'm not trying to listen to your meaning and your feelings. That's what listening is about. So I'm not going to say what 2021 is going to be. I'm going to say what today is going to be. Huh? We're not going to preach no message about what 21 is going to be. We're going to preach a message what today is going to be. We don't know what 21 is going to be. But we can walk today. This is the day the Lord has made. And I'm going to rejoice and be glad therein. Because the Lord has made this day. Amen. Fresh new faith. For a fresh new day. The sun comes up in the east, goes down in the west. God said, I put your sins as far from you from east to the west. In other words, He didn't say north to the south, he said east to the west, because when the sun goes down, that means your sins are ever forgone. When it comes up in the morning, you got a new day. A new day to start living for God. Amos nine thirteen. We need to keep our faith young this old body is deteriorating i don't know where you've noticed it or not but when you get some of our age you can tell this old body is what deteriorating it ain't what it used to be but i tell you it should not affect our faith in god our faith in god should be new and fresh every day Caleb said, God has kept me alive for these 85 years. And I'm as strong as I've ever been. I don't know where he meant physical, but I believe he meant in the faith. I'm as strong as I've ever been. Amen. Our faith should not deteriorate because our age is deteriorating. It should not be that way. Amos 9.13 says, I am bringing you unto your new seasons daily. I am. I mentioned Brother James Clayton. I don't know who I can verify this or not, but I was reading the other day from Jewish writers. They said the reason Moses, God appeared to Moses, I am that I am. I am that I am because every building in Egypt had a sign up over it I am. They've been in bondage for 400 years. They have lost the knowledge of who God was. But God said they have prayed to me and I'm going to come down and I'm going to do something. I want you to know what I'm going to share with you this morning. When you pray, you can expect God to come down and do something. I'm expecting something. Amen? Expecting something. He told Moses, says, you go tell Israel. He didn't say go tell Egypt. He said, you go tell Israel, I am that I I am. They're going to know who he was when he got there. You can worry about this world if you want to, but there's an I am God that I am. He's going to show to the world that he is. I am who I am. He wants to show to each and every individual, I am who I am. They're going to know who he was. Almighty God, surely the church needs to be the church when you hear so many prayer requests going up, as we heard today. I am. Will bring you. Under your new seasons. Daily. Genesis eight. God told Noah that there's going to be seasons as long as the earth lives. Some of the old-timers have done planting gardens in the last 12 old days, in other words, from Christmas. They've done plowed it up, put the onions out, put the cabbage out, put the English peas out. They're getting ready. There's going to be winter, there's going to be summer, and there's going to be harvest. There's no need praying about all that. Don't don't pray about all that because you're not going to change it because God's already said it's going to be that way until the end time. You're going to have seasons that you're going to go through with. But I want you to know there's one that's going to go through with you every season you go through with it. His name is I am who I am. You never go through it by yourself. Something blessing is going to happen. Something wonderful is happening. Come on, say something wonderful is happening. Don't be saying it's going to happen. It is happening because God, the Lord has impressed on me lately to tell you Jesus Christ said, I am, I am alive, and I am alive forevermore. What he did back then, he's doing today because he's still alive. He's not dead. He's not wounded in any way. Mark 2.12 said, we never saw it on this way before. We're not going to talk about 2020. We're going to talk about each day we're going to see something that we ain't never seen this way before. We've never seen it on this fashion before. New faith for a new fresh day. New faith for a new fresh day breaking forth upon us. Psalms 512, the Lord will bless the righteous with favor. You ought to shout with favor. Great grace was up on the early church, and grace means favor. You have the favor of God. You're not going to get the favor of God. You don't have to pray for the favor of God. You have the favor of God. And everything you go and do, you have the favor of God. David said that. You have the favor of God. I thought about Sister Rhonda Elliot the other day, and I started to call her. I thought, well, I won't bother her. I don't know how it happened. I think I know how it happened, but I don't know for sure. I woke up one morning. My left heel and everything was swollen. and I could not actually walk. I had to hop, and you couldn't touch my toes. I thought about what she said the doctor told her when she broke her leg. He said, I'm going to have to put some pins in that leg. She said, you're not putting no pins in this leg. And he began to tell her how she had to walk and said, well, I had to hit that leg on that ground and it hurt so bad. But I want you to know, she said, that well, he, that leg got well and the doctor was amazed because how well it did. I want you to know, that we're going to get to that here in a minute, you've got to live by faith. Christian has to live by what? Faith. You've got to live by faith. Even, I don't care, bad or bad, it hurts, you're going to have to walk in faith. And believe God. Let me read that again. Psalm 512, the Lord will bless the righteous with favor. You will be surrounded with a shield. Huh? How many believe you've got a shield around you today? Stop praying for God to shield you. Stop praying for God to put angels around your children. He's already put them. Thank God that he's already done what he said he's going to do. Your family has a shield around them. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet sometime and give your hands of praise to God. He said, I thank God there's a shield around me and my family. We have the living word of God. The Lord asked Job, says, where you been? He said, I've been going to and fro in the earth. He said, what have you been doing? He said, I've been seeking whom I may devour. He said, have you tried my servant Job? He said, yes, I have, but you have a shield of fire. It doesn't say that there, but it does say it in the Bible. But you have a shield of fire. You have a shield of fire around you that God has sent to protect you, even though the devil is walking all the way around you. You have a shield of fire, a favor of God in your life. Come on, start telling God, I have favor. I have a shield. My children have a shield. They have fire around them. I believe the word of God. You're not exempt from troubles. They've been having a tough time. But we're going to walk in faith. Amen? Sister Sue, that's the reason they're not here today. She's still having a tough time. You could just name over all the people that you want to think about. But we're going to have some new, fresh faith for a new, fresh day. New, fresh day. Job said in one ten. That's where you find us you're surrounded. Amos 9.13. I am bringing you into your season. I'm bringing you into your season. Sometimes God's going to bring you in a season that your flesh don't like. Hmm? And we're going to curse the devil. Then we're going to sort of curse God. I don't know why he's allowing this to happen to me. He's bringing you into a new season. He's bringing you in to try your faith, to make you stronger than you ever have been before. Marquis, huge arms. You know he ought to go get them ex- He ought to get him uh, examined or something. The same way with Dustin. They lift weights. You say, "Well, I don't intend to lift weights." God sends us problems to make our faith strong. You ought to say, "Amen." When you start complaining about your problem, you're complaining against God. You're you're complaining about getting better and doing better. Because that's that's the only thing that can make your faith stronger is problems. Thank God you're surrounded with favor. We're surrounded with favor. Glory to God. Deuteronomy 8 and 1 said. Let me back up a minute. One receives a report sometime. It's not a good report. But we have to expect that God is in it. Deuteronomy 8 and 1 says, I command you this day, this day. I command you this day that you shall be watchful to do that you may live and multiply. You may go in and possess the land which the Lord has sworn to give to you of your fathers. I want you to notice, he said, I command you when? This day. This day. Glory to God. I feel the Holy Ghost this morning. We're going to break some chains, amen? Amen. Come on now, go, we're going to have some new fresh faith. He said, this day, Moses is not going to Canaan's land. He's not going. He done messed up. He ain't going to get to go. He's going to get to go up and look, but that's as far as he's going to get to go. But he makes a prophecy here. Deuteronomy and Romans 9 and 1 says, this day you will possess or you will pass over Jordan To possess the nations greater, mightier than you are. But not no greater than your God. (laughs) Huh? You're going to have some seasons. It looks like the mountain is too big, but it's not too big for your God. Notice the prophecy that he's given here. Fresh new faith for a fresh new day. Isaiah 65 and 24 said, It shall come to pass that day, that day, before they pray or before you pray or before you call on the Lord, he said, I will answer. And while they are speaking, I will hear. While you pray and God is hearing and God will answer. I said, God will answer but we have to expect something to happen. The lame man laid at the gate for about 40 years or 38 years, somewhere along there, begging. Every day was the same. Every day was the same. He got up every day. I know somebody's going to carry me, and I'm going to beg today, every day. I'm going to get up this morning. I'm going to have a different day. Amen? I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to have what? We have what we say. We have what we think. We ought to be very careful. Brother Kim admitted this several times in Sunday school class that God had told him. That's, that's why you have to have the Holy Ghost in your life to tell you when you're thinking the wrong thing. If he's active in your life, when you think the wrong thing, he's going to quicken it to your spirit and you get to repent. And then you don't have to answer. You, you don't have to answer to that thing. Huh? That, that, that's the way the kingdom of God works. He's in you. Well, I'm I praying he'll come. Praying he'll be released. He's already in there. Come on, shout! Somebody, ought to shout. Amen. You have the Holy Ghost, fire and power inside you, and all we have to learn to do is release that. Hallelujah! It's there. I feel him in there. A man asked a little old girl flying a kite and said, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm flying my kite." She said, "I don't see one up there. I know you don't see it, but I feel it tugging." How I many you know? Sometimes you don't see the Holy Ghost, but you know He's there. And sometimes you don't feel Him a tugging, but by faith you know He's there. You know He's the present help in the time of need. And you're not going to deny the faith. Always, thank you, brother. Always. Isaiah thirty-eight and one. The Lord sent the prophet. To Hezekiah, listen to what he tells him. Thus saith the Lord: For thou shall die, and you're not going to live. You're talking about a death sentence coming from the mouth of God. You're going to die, and you know what? You're not going. That's a death sentence. Set your house in order. Hezekiah didn't set his house in order. No, he didn't set his house in order. He already had it in order, so to speak. The Bible said he turned his face to the wall. Huh? He has a death sentence. But he turns his face to the wall. He begins to pray. He was to turn to 2 Chronicles. While he was a praying, God was a hearing. And God was answering. While he was a praying. I didn't listen to the death sentence. And I know you can go to the doctor and get some bad reports. Peggy's had plenty of them the last year or so. I mean, she's had plenty of them. But I want to encourage you. You may hear the report, but don't you accept the report. Come on now. Don't you accept that. Don't let that thing get into your spirit and you start talking it. If you're going to do any talking, turn away from the world and turn toward God. He has all the answer, He has all power, He has all authority in heaven and earth. And as he was praying, God heard him and God answered. He was expecting to something to receive something. Dr. Bernie Siegel says he's seen many cases. Where they'd come to him with terminal illness and they would tell them, You got six months to live. And they'd write him a letter. They'd go home. He said, I have seen the cases identical. Disease was identical. And we'd send them with a letter and send them home and say, You got six months to live. Said, Some would live how long? Six months. Some would go home and tell the family, They give me six months to live but I am going to live. Listen, when somebody gives you a bad report, don't you accept that report. It may be a bad report according to the medical side, but why don't you turn your face toward God and begin to pray and ask God, hallelujah, and while you're praying. He said, some of them we send home and tell them you got six months to live. They go home and tell their family, said, I got six months to live, but I'm going to live. And they start living. He said, as I'm writing this book, and writing this story, some of them have been 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and they're still living. We have to make up our mind we're going to live. Amen. We have the favor of God. God is for us. And when God is for us, what can be against us? We're going to live. We're not going to die. Hezekiah I didn't accept that report. Second Chronicles 32 24 said, Hezekiah prayed the Lord and God answered like the lame man at the gate he expected to receive something expected to receive something. light travels at 186,282 miles per second with only eight minutes and 20 seconds light can leave from the Sun and reach the earth There's nothing in this world as fast as light. Jesus is the light of the world. And when you pray, light can reach yourself and just boom. That quick. That quick. I'm walking pretty good this morning, but I'm walking in pain. But I'm telling you, I'm healed. I don't know where it's crushed. I don't know where it's bruised. I don't know what's wrong with it. All I know is it hurts. But I have the favor of God. Anybody Can, can you say you have the favor of God? You have the favor of God? You're going to go through some seasons that your flesh is not going to lack. But you're going to go through it. You and God. Amen? Praise God. We must recognize that God is a supernatural God. He's not no ordinary God. What he's created, and I went to a conference one time, and this young preacher, was very educated. Man, it's amazing how many scriptures he could, when he preached, what he could quote. And he was going to college, getting a degree. This professor was telling him how much the world weighed, how much weight it was, and how it was hung out there, and cables and things. And he held up my hand. I said, sir, could I say something? He said, yes. He said, would you please tell me if this earth weighs the billions of tons you say it does and it's held up by cables What in the world is these cables tied to to hold up something that big that huge and that large said the guy's face turned red and walked out of the class best I can remember listen God took it in his hand that's said he took it in his hand and he just threw it out there and said you stay there held the Sun in his hand and threw it out said you stay there he took the moon he took the stars and threw them out there said you stay there I don't know how many years ago that's been, but I know it's still that way. I know it's still that way, praise God, because God said it. And if God said it, it's that way. It's that way. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is a supernatural God. He's not no ordinary God. Not no ordinary God. Isaiah sixty four and three says, after God did these things for them, I mean something God done something miraculous for you. Amen. Miraculous. He would accelerate your needs to you. One hundred eighty six. Thousand two hundred and eighty-nine miles per second. Could turn back and read you how many times you could go around the world in just a few seconds if you could move that fast. He's a supernatural God. Look into Jesus only. Fresh new faith for a fresh new year. Deuteronomy 9 and 1, Moses said, This day. You shall pass over Jordan and possess great and mighty nation. In other words, it goes on and said, Much bigger and larger than you are. Cities this wall to the sky, so to speak. But you're going to possess it. You're going to take it. This day. This very day, he says. He's speaking like Romans 4 17. Even God calls the things which be not as though they were. And Moses, this some time before they crossed Jordan. I know it's at least three days because it says in the scripture. It might have been longer than that, but he makes a prophecy. When you get there, you're going to cross Jordan. You're going to cross it. Moses spoke the new birth. He spoke a new faith. He spoke like God spoke. How many know that God expects us to speak what? When I was a child, I did what? Huh? But now I'm grown and I what? When a newborn is a Christian, they speak childish stuff. But when a person's been in the church for a while, they need to learn how to speak mature things. They need to learn how to speak how God speaks. And God says, I call the things as they're not, as they already exist. It hadn't happened yet, but when I walk on that leg, I'm telling it what it is. Peggy told me yesterday morning, said, I believe you're walking a little bit better. I'm still telling that leg what it is. I mean, I want you to start telling what you want to see happen even in your children's life. Huh? They may not be mature yet to walk that way, but we are mature, and we ought to start calling And Moses called it like it was. He said, you're going to face Jordan. We're going to get that here in just a minute. But you're going to cross over, Jordan. You're going to cross over. One of the hardest things for a Christian to do is to walk in faith when you see no evidence or feel no evidence of anything you're praying for is coming to pass. Huh? Hebrews 11, 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You don't see no evidence. You've been praying. You don't see no evidence. You have no feeling of it. But the just has got to do what? Walk by faith. I don't see no evidence. I don't feel no evidence. I still feel like a down dog. I ought to be outside with a dog. I feel so bad. But you keep walking. By faith, you keep saying what God says. You still calling it what God says it is. You still doing God talk. The Bible said a child shall lead them. I know I forget a lot, but the great grandchildren—is that what they are? Uh, great grandchildren. There's three. Back. Huh? what I'm talking about I know there's four there but then there's three three males oh my goodness and, uh, uh, two males I guess I'm, I'm, I'm all mixed up with one girl and, and, and they're learning to walk mm. learning to walk and while they're learning to walk it's amazing how many times they fall down I just sit there in my easy chair and I watch them and they'll just fall down, fall and hit the head and cry a little bit and get right back up, amen, and start staggering around, you know. They're not drunk on wine. They don't know how to walk yet. They're learning how better. Listen, that's the way we got to be. The Bible said a child shall lead them. We got to be when we knock down. We might not get up too quickly, but we got to get up. We may stagger a little bit, but we're going to walk by faith because we have the favor of God. And we got a new fresh freight for a new fresh day, amen. Listen, if Jesus had to pray twice, he went out and prayed for a blind man. He couldn't see. He said, how you see? I see men walking his trees. He said, I got to do it again. Don't get discouraged because you've been knocked down. Get up and do it again. Amen. Get up and pray until that man begins to see. And when somebody begins to walk, somebody begins to do what God said they could do. Get up. Amen. Don't water in the pig pen. Only a hog water's in the pig pen. Get up. Shake yourself off. The righteous falls many times, but they get back up. They get back up. Praise God. Hallelujah. And they are experts. If you want them in your house, we'll get them, let them bring them over to your house. They're experts for rearranging your stuff. Man, they can rearrange your stuff. If they don't like a page in it, they'll tear it out. Don't say they can't read because they don't tear out all of them and just tear out one that they don't like. Even Elisha had a double portion. What Elijah had, he prayed for this dead child and the child didn't get up. He got up and walked around a while, walked around a while, went back and laid back down on it and said, let's do it again. Listen, church, if it don't work the first time, let's do it again. Let's do it again. We have the favor of God. We have new, fresh faith. Put the new, fresh faith from the new, fresh day and pray until that child gets up. Till he get up. Praise God. Hallelujah. I have to quit moving around so much, getting out of breath. It's hard. I'm telling you, it's hard to walk by faith when things are not going good. It's hard to speak faith. It's easy to complain. The just shall live by faith. Jesus said in Matthew 4 and 4, Man must live by every word. That proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Man must live by every prophecy that comes out of the mouth of God. We just read you some of the prophecy. You've got to live that way. Joshua 3 and 1 said he rose up early in the morning and moved Israel to Jordan. Now, Jordan. At this time, was out of its banks. It was raging. It was raging. I don't know where you ever seen Red River, the mighty red, when it's out of its banks. Anybody out of uh, the diving Port, you might have seen it on 59 when the, you can't go no further than Red River because it's out of its banks and 59 is closed on the north side. You ever notice how it's raging? A guy come and got me one day, said, so let's go up there and look at it. So I went. We got up on top of that bridge, and I said, I'm getting off this, baby. I got off. You could feel that thing of trembling, so much water. I'm telling you, Jordan was a raging. It was raging. God has not given them the instruction to how they were going to cross it. Hallelujah. Sometimes God is not going to give you instructions beforehand. Huh? He's not going to tell you. Brother Clayton, he didn't give you some kind of instruction before you went into ministry going into Mexico beforehand. If he was to do it beforehand, I guarantee a lot of us wouldn't go. The Jewish writer says out of all the people left Egypt, only 20%, 80% of the Egyptians, I mean um, Israelites stayed in Egypt because they did not want to make that journey. They did not have the faith and the courage to make that journey. They stayed behind. He's not always going to tell you ahead of time what it's going to look like and what you're going to have to go through to get there. But all He's going to tell you is that you're going to cross over. New fresh faith for the new fresh day. Not a new fresh year. Forget about 2021. Don't, 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 don't. Just forget about it. Well, I hope it's better than 20. Forget about it. This is the day the Lord has made, and I'm going to rejoice and walk in the Lord Today. Now notice here, he gets there in verse 2. It comes to pass after three days. Now, they've, they've been there three days now watching that thing. high in the world, I want you to just use your imagination. Just, Renee, use your imagination what was going through their mind, how they think they're going to get across that thing. They're there because God gave them a promise that they're going to go across. You're there right now, the place you're in, because God has given you a promise and you may hit a roadblock, but the promise is still the same. You're fixing to go across Jordan. You're fixing to go across your problem. I'm telling you, you're fixing to go across it. Amen. Praise God. That's the guy from Making Georgia. About how he saw problems of the mountains. He said, Well, I'll go around it if I can. If I can't I try to go over it if I can't go over it. Uh try to dig under it. If I can't get dig under it, said I call on the Lord and He and I walk through it. Don't put God last, put him first. Now Moses has prophesied several days ahead of time. That you're going to pass Jordan. How many believe that God has already said that you have favor with God? How many believe that? You have favor with God. But you got to believe God. You've got to believe the report. you got to act on the report. So here they are. Watching that for three days. I'm going to get across. Then God gives the instruction. It pays to wait on the instructions from God. Have you ever got ahead of God? My mama used to tell us boys, four of us pretty regular, you boys are trying to get the horse or the cart before the horse. I didn't know what in the world she meant. Oh, she talked plain English. Hmm? What goes around is going to come around. What in the world does that mean, you know? You know? Well, it, it's going, I don't know. I just, but here they are. We're going across, just a pound, but how are we going to get across? God has not given no instructions. All instructions He's given you going across. And finally, He gives the instructions. You get you some noble men, 50 years and above. Put the ark upon the shoulders. Get spaced out. Listen, hallelujah. This six-foot spacing is not nothing new. They had to get so many spaces behind and walk that space behind. And then they picked it up on their shoulders and they started to walking. God expects us to believe the Word of God. When he says you're going to go across, go to walking toward the problem. Don't flee the problem. Go toward the problem. It's a problem to me, but it's not a problem to God. It's something I can't handle, but God can handle it. I can't make a hair black or white. that. You'd see me different in the morning, amen? You would see a different man in the morning. I'd have my, my, what kind of hair would I have? But I can't make my statue one inch. I can't grow past five, eight. Some of you are envious, you know. But you got to use what God has given you And as they began to march, how would you like to be the one out in the front? huh? But Kenan, how would you like to be the one right out in the front? Huh? Oh, my goodness. What happened? It's soon. Ooh, glory to God. The just got to live by faith. The just got to walk by faith. When it looks impossible, it's not impossible with God. New faith says it's not impossible. A new day of love says it's possible. As soon as their feet touched that water, the sole of that foot touched that water, that river backed up 30-something miles. Read it in your Bibles. It just—it didn't stop. It just backed up. It run backwards. It got out of the way. Because God was there. God was there. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know when I started, but I guess I ought to close. Hallelujah. God, he's not no ordinary God. He accelerates things. He said, Peter, launch out into the deep. He said, I done been out there all night. My muscles are hurting. I'm tired. I'm ready to go to bed. He said, launch out into the deep. Then let down your net. He said, it's foolishness. i fished. There's not no fish. They're not biting today. But notice what Peter says. Thank you, Brother Clayton. You fast forward, didn't you? Thank you. Peter said, nevertheless new fresh faith is built in peter i'll do what you say do i'll do what you say do for this new fresh day this day is not going to go down defeated (laughs) i'm defeated but god not defeated nevertheless his new fresh faith he launched out let down his net. And God exhilarated the catch, broke the net, sank the boat if they hadn't called for help. Because it's mighty God, because somebody walked in faith on a new, fresh faith. And a new, fresh day. Do what? Yes. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. One of the greatest messages, maybe not the, but one great message I heard at a conference in Houston one time, the first time I'd ever heard John Oldstein. He'd left the organization that he was in. And they told him this. He preached at Peter walking on the water. His organization told him that if you leave this organization, you'll go down. You cannot survive without the organization. You're going to go down. He said, well, I'll just go down. But see, he done like Peter. He stepped out on faith. And look where that church is today because somebody chose to walk by faith. You got to choose to walk by faith on the darkest night and the darkest hour. You got to walk by faith. So that's what he did. He had a new, fresh faith. Glory to God. It says here in Leviticus 26 and 9, For I will be leaning toward you. God says, I'm going to be leaning toward you. This is from the Amplified Bible. I'm going to be leaning toward you. And The word leaning there means his supernatural favor is going to be toward you. He said, I'm leaning toward you. He goes on to say here, I'm leaning towards you with favor and regard for you, rendering you fruitfully, multiplying you, and establishing and ratifying my covenant with you. Boy, isn't that wonderful that God will make that kind of promise to us, that what he's doing for us? I will look on you with favor. And I'll make you fruitful, and I'll make you increase. That's the promise we have from God. Now Jesus said in Matthew four and four, man must live on every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Must live on the promises of God. There's some things here we, we have, but we're not going to mention them all. <coughs> it says God stands, and there above He stands. And he says, I am the Lord, the God of your father, Abraham, and the God of Isaac. And I will give you and your descendants all the land where you lay." As he spoke to Jacob. There's many more like that. He's going to give you favor. Everything you put your hands to do, he's going to give you favor. going to close on this. Jesus said, the man that puts his hand to the plow and looks back. Most of you in here have never plowed a mule or horse or have you. You ought to say, thank God. You ought to thank God. But say, once you put your hand to the plow, if you look back, you're not fit for the kingdom of God. Let's don't look back what has happened. Let's look forward to what is going to happen. How the new faith and a new fresh day we're going to have. It's not any of our doings. It's from him. It's from him. To bring a new, fresh faith. And a new, fresh day.